Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ho, 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 you're listening to What That Old Queen. Where naughty boys Bernie and Tommy talk candidly about queer life quandaries at a certain age, so maybe think twice before listening. <laughs> their views are their own and don't reflect those of any platform you may hear this program on. Now, please get your little soldiers up standing for the old queens. <laughs> "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even my penis under my 12.5 top duvet. <laughs> the stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in the hope that someone would try some cross-dressing there. Well, it's that time of year, isn't it? And Mama in her bikini and me drinking my Lambrini had just settled in for a long winter's night. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to my mobile I flew like a flash, tore open the screen and threw open my grinder app. Well, it's my response in a kind of crisis. When what should I see, my wandering eyes? A little old driver, so lively, so queer. I just got a message. I knew from that dick pic, it must be Saint Nick. More rapid than Amazon Prime, his dick pics they came. He whistled and typed and said, Ho, 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 what's your name? What are you into? (laughs) Smiley face. Devil's face. Meanwhile, Mama, who's a bit of a milf, the moon on her breast and the new fallen snow, some slutty ideas in need of a blow. When... What in her wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny, vibrating, lubricated, self-double-penetrating reindeer. I mean, if there was a budget, we'd have them appearing right now. And then, in a twinkling, she had them all over her foof. And the prancing and pawling of each multiple little hoof, she groaned and she moaned. 
Meanwhile, Santa and me are getting busy in the bedroom. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with some spunk and some soot. A bundle of lube, poppers he flung on his back. He looked like a peddler just emptying his sack. The stump of a spliff he held tight in his teeth, and he smoked it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he entered me like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a ripe, jolly old elf, and I gasped at the size of him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know we were already in bed. He spoke not a word, but he went straight to his work. He covered my face with only a jerk. And laying his finger inside of my rose and giving a nod up the chimney, he arose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team and gave a whistle. Stop double penetrating the milf. We need to get on with stuffing that turkey. And away they all flew like down off the thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to you all and to you all good night. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the What That Old Queen Christmas Special. It's called a, a Queermas Quandary. And we have lots of queer mass quandaries for you. As it's Christmas, the eve of Christmas Eve, we have a bunch of fairies to help us oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for this episode. Uh, I thought we had elves booked, but it turns out the fairies arrived instead. I'm very happy with the fairies. I, I, I love a fairy. Um, I'm just waiting for the orgy to commence. <laughs> well, that, that's after the record time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we're filming that one because we're putting it on Pornhub. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we we have lots of things in, in store for you. We've got uh, a Christmas kinky blink uh, and we have a massive Xmas snack out of it. But as we have an audience uh, here with us, last episode I mentioned that there is a new kind of category for people and they're not a top or a bottom mm. or versatile. They're called a side. And for for each of these kind of sections of our show, um, I mean, does anyone identify as a side in the audience? Can you remind me what the definition of a side is? A side is someone who, who not particularly into anal. So they're neither a top or a bottom or versatile. They're a side. Like an assist. So, um, so does anyone identify as a side? So, quiet you, room. Uh, yeah, it's a quiet room. Okay, so no one identifies you <laughs> as a side. Um, if anyone does out there, if you could uh, contact us at hello at thatoldqueen.com, we'd much appreciate it. Um, so would uh, who would like to volunteer to be the side for this first section? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't volunteer, Santa you will pick leave. you. <laughs> What's involved? Uh, well, that will be revealed. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay. 
So Matthew, would you like to come and sit on the side chair? Bring my prosecco. Um, bring your prosecco. So th- this is this is what we're doing. We're putting it to the side. But every time I, I ask see. you a question, okay. I'm putting it to the side. Right. And would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, I'm Matthew. Hello. Hello, Matthew. Um, and what do you like about Christmas? Um, I like a full stocking. <laughs> we, I think we all like a full stocking at Christmas. Definitely. And I love Santa emptying his sack into it. But uh, so we're g- without further ado, as it is Christmas, will you pull my cracker, Matthew? Yeah, absolutely. And I think everyone can can pull their cracker. So let's. Oh, lovely! You won that one. Okay. Oh, now you want both. What, what's everybody <coughs> got? I've got some nail clippers. I got, I got some tweezers. Oh, nice. Which actually is quite useful. They're quite gay crackers. These don't have... This one doesn't have any in. Can we put our hats on? A spoon. Okay, yes, please put your hats on. Oh, a torch. These are fancy crackers. This is a high-quality hat. And mine's empty. So this is a dogging torch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yours is empty. Have a look on the floor. It might be... I think there's a condom. And, and that's not from just being in my flat. <laughs> probably just from being in Tommy's flat. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Tommy, you once told me that on your Grinder profile at Christmas, what did you put on? About, about the oven. <laughs> I don't know if it was about the turkey in the oven. No, I, what I did have was I just want someone to clean my oven, which I got a lot of responses for. Yeah. But you're talking about make the Yuletide gay. Was it was about make yeah. the Yuletide gay? Yeah. yeah. So how how do you make the Yuletide gay, Matthew? Oh my god. Um, I suppose I. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> anyone? Does anyone know how, how they make the Yuletide? I like going on Grinder and seeing all the people that are at home. Christmas. Yes, all the people that you like, or like because I grew up in Bristol. Mm-hmm. You see all the people that left Bristol thirty years ago, <laughs> and suddenly you'd see them again. Yeah, actually, right. the, there's a like um, over Christmas. There's this guy that does this thing that's like, "What bed are you sleeping in?" And people post pictures of. Um, the bed, the like shitty single bed that they've been given at their parents' spare room, <laughs> or like the couch or whatever. Yeah. And it's always people who've gone back to their parents for Christmas, yeah. um, kind of having a lonely time in a spare bedroom. Yeah, I hate that. I'm um, too old for that kind of shit. I get the similar kind of feeling when I have to go somewhere with my parents in the car and I'm sat in the back seat. Yeah. So you kind of revert back to She's staring out the window. <laughs> Do you say, are we there yet? A lot. I say that all the time. <laughs> in the bedroom, in the car. <laughs> Someone just got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, we're going to do a Christmas kinky blink. And um, so we have some Yuletide fetishes. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Matthew, are you into think, a little bit of fetish? Yeah, great. A bit of kink? Okay. I think I'm going to clean up on this round. Do you reckon? Well, I think you might. I mean, oh, what kind of Yuletide fetish, fetishes do you think there are? Well, like, obviously, there's a Santa fetish. There is a Santa fetish, yes. So it's called Santafilia. Wow. Uh, and Santafilia is a sexual fetish for all things Santa Claus. 
So if you have this sexual fetish, you basically want your stocking stuffed by Saint Nick until you scream. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are they being wrapped up in, like a present? No, there isn't, but I think... Like bondage kind of thing. I think there should be, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that should be... Because people like being wrapped up in rope or, you know, tape. I'm also Christmas ribbon. Tom popping out of a... Popping out yeah. of a, in a cardboard box. And for a long time, I used to do a sort of... I mean, it wasn't even an act. It was just a kind of emceeing with, on a pair of rollerblades, wearing Christmas box with some Christmassy stockings. And then I would get people to design their own wrapping paper, which meant people coming out of the audience and drawing on me. And it, and it was always just penises. <laughs> they just drew penises on you. Yeah. Someone I know had a crush on the snowman, like the, from the Raymond Briggs animation, because he's quite kind of like, cuddly. Yeah, he's like a big, big and bear. Cuddly, yeah, like. The, but do you know? Yeah. The, do you know the Kate Bush song, <laughs> where a snowman yeah. comes to her and stays the night, and then in the morning, all that's left on her bedding is a, a wet patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Um, <laughs> Okay, so there's also a tree fetish. Yeah. And it's called dendrophilia. So dendrophilia is an abnormal attraction to trees that goes beyond botany. If you have this particular fetish, you are sexually attracted to your Christmas tree. So when a person has dendrophilia, imagine... (laughs) What was that? They get splinters. (laughs) They might get splinters. (laughs) It might be a bit painful. Or those pines... I mean, yeah. Uh, I love making love under a Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, it says here, imagine what happens once the Christmas tree is decorated with dangling ornaments and not a creature is stirring, not even a mouse. Oh. Oh, we've already been there. <laughs> and dendrophilia stems from the phallic shape of trees. A tree is that phallic? Well, I just remember the one in London, which was a butt plug, wasn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say they're more butt plug shaped. Was it like a topiary butt plug? No, it was the bigger no, inflatable green. one, wasn't it? They had oh, wow. Bigger inflatable Christmas tree, but it looked like a giant. It looked like a butt plug. Butt plug yeah. um, I was at a friend's house uh, at the weekend, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, let me finish. And uh, they've just acquired a, a puppy. Uh, and I was amazed to see how much of the dog's toys look like sex toys. Yeah. You, you can't actually tell the difference. And I, I was wondering if they just left their sex toys there's, out on the floor. There's actually a quiz, isn't there? Is there? Dog toy or sex toy. Dog toy or sex toy. I think we should maybe do that What about party nibbles? Were you a bit confused whether they were dog biscuits or snacks? I didn't care. David, we were in a pub on Saturday and David nearly asked to try a biscuit that looked really tasty and it was a dog biscuit. Again, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, I have a confession that I used to eat doggy chocks when I was a kid because I like chocolate. I used to eat cat biscuits as well. Yeah. Anyway, you turned out all right. I did. You're looking at someone else. You said. Um, Are there any other Christmas fetishes that we that the room thinks might? Is there something about chimneys or coal or like? No, but maybe there. There should must be. be one about the Virgin Mary. I mean, she's probably someone's fetish. <laughs> what? Kind of a, a virgin, virgin Mary? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Any others? 
Three wise men? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> was that myrrh? <laughs> it was gold, frankincense. And well, well, we had a nativity <clears throat> scene when we were kids, and the one that was having the frankincense was quite hot, in was my he, humble opinion. Was he, was he smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it hits. Okay, so paraphilic infertilism. Easy for you to say. Yeah, not at all. So, uh, kids love Christmas. So, what better way to celebrate than by having a paraphilic infantilism fetish? If this is your fetish, you enjoy role play as an infant, which often involves wearing diapers, drinking from a bottle, and hanging out in an adult-sized playpen. You know about that, don't you, David? Um, but, so basically, <laughs> regressing into an infant-like state turns you on. So imagine if you have paraphilic infantilism. I have no idea if I'm saying that word right. And the joy on your face when mummy tells you it's Christmas Eve. Anyone have that particular kind of fetish? No. No? Tommy? I think it's quite nuanced. Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that wasn't a denial was it? <laughs> well, no, no, I don't no. want to be in a nappy no we, we talked about nappies before mm. didn't we no we don't no, like it's them. not my style no it's not your thing mm. what would be, you're, you're a uh, Santa filia aren't yeah. you what, what turns you on about Santa like his lovely sort of friendly cuddly face well he's large isn't he and I like mm. a big man like that mm. I mean also very generous. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I think we mentioned this before. It's like the ultimate sugar daddy, isn't yeah. it? He's giving you presents. You can sit on his knee. Yeah. Big and hairy. Mm. What's not to like, really? Oh, he only comes once a year. So <laughs> is that enough? Oh, you don't have to just be exclusive, do you? Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. This is true. Um, so the final one on the Christmas kinky blink is... I was like, Jesus... It- just during the crucifixion stage. So yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I've always That's had a bit of a crush on Jesus. <laughs> what, on the cross? Mm, not on the cross, like the Last Supper, the kind of like, you know, like the kind of beard and the long thing. Still like, Easter season. Easter season. He's often yeah. scantily clad at Easter as well, isn't yeah. he? He only has like minimal clothing on. It's hotter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Not not as a newborn. No. <laughs> uh, no, which would be Christmas. Uh, so yes. this is yeah. We'll we'll save this for the Easter yeah. episode. Okay. Um so the final one in the Christmas kinky blink is financial domination. Nah, get anyone uh, <laughs> has anyone got that? So Donald Trump? There's a lot of Donald giving. Trump pornography going around, isn't there? As as Santa. <laughs> I've not seen that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, anyway, financial domination. Okay, so you love the gift of giving. In fact, you love it so much that you get off on giving presents and financial support to other people. Financial domination is basically spawned from the idea of making a Christmas list and then humiliating your secret Santa into giving you exactly what you want. Not only will you get that new bike you asked for, but also financial support because sharing you with dough gets someone off. Hang mm. on, so who's got the fetish? The person who is giving or the person who's receiving? Well, giver, I mean, it? as it were. I guess, I guess the giver has mm. the fetish, but if you're receiving, it also has a bonus benefit, doesn't it? 
But I can't see that you would get any sexual pleasure from receiving gifts. Mm, I don't know. Not. Well, it depends yeah. what kind of gift Not it in is. A conventional way. Yeah. What's the gift? Mm. Money. Well, M- money. They want to put money into your account, don't they? There's a lot of people that get sexual kinks out of that. Oh God! Please introduce me. I'm trying to find one for myself. So, so so basically, the, we've put it to the side. So, um, so thank you for being our side for, for this first section. I'm glad to be able to move away from those. Don't mention the shacks just yet. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, any any other Christmas kinks coming to the forum? Have you heard of ASMR? No. Yes, David David the, loves us ASMR. The snap of crackers and the crackling of oh, yeah. oh yes. ASMR. There's also the smell of gunpowder as well, though. So this is people who are kind of sensitive to the sound of of certain certain, certain sounds. sounds. Are they like balloon popping. We've like talked balloon. about balloon balloons before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's quite good. So they probably got off on us um, pulling our crackers. There must be one about um, kind of um, gluttony and like Christmas feeders. Christmas feeders, food Every fetish. Ever, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people... <laughs> yeah. Have another slice of cake. mistletoe? <laughs> mistletoe, which we're distinctly missing tonight. Mm. We might have to just yeah. make do. What's the, um, quote? What's the famous quote? From Batman Returns, a kiss, a mistletoe can be deadly, but a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. A mistletoe wow. can be deadly, but a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. Wow. On that note, we're gonna have a little break. See you after this. Okay, so we're back after our break, and uh, we're going to have the big Christmas snack out. I can't wait. Um, and so I, I would like another volunteer from our audience to be our side. So, David, would you? One of the Davids, would you like to be the side for this event? And come and sit in the side chair. There's, oh, that's my stomach. <laughs> we're ready for the. Sh- I'm ready for the snacks. Um, so, David, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm David. Hello, David. <laughs> Otherwise uh, known as the Birchess. Uh, uh, the Birchess, uh, that's what we'll call you. What's your favourite snack? I'm all about savoury when it comes to snacks. All about savoury. So this, this is good. So the next one is, we, you're all going to suck on Bernie's cheesy balls. What? We have... <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a selection of cheesy balls here, mm-hmm. and um, David, if you could be our glamorous assistant, yes, uh, if that, that very ornate bowl, if you could, if you could hand that to me and Tommy first. So this is this is this is cheesy ball number one. Do you know what where they're from? I do know where they're from. Yes. Ooh. So we're going to do a taste Thank test and decide which ones are the best. <laughs> I um, like the ones with the sort of gooey cheesy in the middle. Oh yeah, I haven't got those. No. Um, <laughs> but do I have to taste as well? Yeah, of course. So what, what do we think of this one? They, I mean, they've been out for quite a while. It smells a bit cheesy in here. I just think they're quite bland. Yeah, me too. These are quite. They are quite bland. Aren't kind they? of like a what's it? 
They're less cheesy than a Western. Yeah, they're not quite as... I don't know where they're from, but I'm guessing that these might be... Healthy. Healthy, like a vegan something or other. Okay, so so the the cheesy balls, number one, we're getting the idea. They're a little bit tasteless. You think they might be vegan. (laughs) (laughs) They're quite sticky. Okay, sticky, chewy. I thought they had quite a good crunch, but, you know... Mm Okay, so let's try uh, that bowl there. These are the most pungent. They're the most pungently cheesy ones. Well, Maybe. fishy as opposed to cheesy. But... Are we taking two now? We well, should think... always try and get two in one. Yeah. <laughs> Salt, I'm not saltier. Yeah. They're, you think they're saltier? Do you? I'm mm. not. I'm not tasting much difference between uh, these and the last ones. Oh, they're all sticks to your teeth, doesn't it? Mm. They kind of stick to your teeth. <laughs> they don't taste yeah. of anything. And yet, the smell is really strong. The smell is strong, but they don't actually—they don't actually taste very much. Okay. Any other any other comments on the uh, cheesy balls number two? They're more sticky than the other ones. They don't have a very good colour. Then these balls don't have a good colour, and these balls are more sticky than the other ones. Okay. Right. So let's go for cheesy ball selection number three. (laughs) How cheesy do they smell? David, again, let's put it to the side. On on the smell level, pretty strong. But again, cheese is not a word I would use. Okay. <clears throat> well, they do. They're like a very strong cheese. Oh, <laughs> I, I like these. I think these taste great. Get those balls in your mouth. They're more. They they feel like oh, there's more of a dusty oh, wow. cheese oh, coating. Yeah, but these are good. <laughs> Mm. Oh. David, can I have oh, no. yeah. a couple more cheesy balls? They're the best ones. Mm. These are the best ones, you think? I That's think like they're... an actual cheese, though, isn't it? I think that those ones are the ones that are causing the smell. Of you reckon? <laughs> yeah. They're very pungent. They're very tasty. They're also quite pungent. Oh. What do you think, Tommy? I definitely prefer number three. But it's like a real cheese as opposed to a fake cheese. The other two are like a fake cheese, but that's like a proper, okay. like an actual it could be an actual cheese. So the first two feel like they're a fake one. Number yeah. one you thought was the vegan one. Well, I can reveal that the first set of cheesy balls were from Sainsbury's. Oh. Uh, uh, and they're your bog-standard cheesy ball. No, thank you. Pretty much. And they're, they're the ones which you thought were vegan. Oh, right. Well, people thought they were vegan. Um, so cheesy balls number two, I can reveal, they are from Tesco's. Oh, no, they're really bland ones, aren't they? They're really yeah. bland. Yeah. Would um, you prefer one to two? One yeah, over two yes. or two over one? One to one two. One to two. One to two. Number three, which is one that you all loved, they are the Go Ape cheesy balls, which are vegan, <gasps> and they're made from no. uh, fish, uh, coconut, and chickpea. And they're vegan. There's no real cheese in them, obviously, because they're vegan. Which is the one I said that tasted the most taste, real cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It tasted the most like real cheese. But oh, so, but now you said coconut. Yeah. Mm, well, aren't we clever, sophisticated and connoisseurs of the cheese Of course, world? yeah. Well, I, want, I wanted a blind test on a cheesy ball, and uh, and there we have it. So, But, there, but there's more. There's more to snack out of. So we have got, finally... Tommy's Vegan Cake Challenge. So, um, David, if you can... Uh, yes, if you could... if you could. Do we have cake forks? 
Uh, I could get some forks. Yeah, let's let's grab some forks for this because these are massive cakes. These are supplied by R Toots in St Nicholas Market in Bristol. Ooh. All of them. Um, wow. Yes, all of yeah. Let's get rid of the cheesy balls. Put them, roll them to one side. And so, Tommy, I would like if if, uh, if we could if we could try these first. I'm going to the chocolate one. That's the chocolate one. Let me let me try yeah. a bit of chocolate. I think that's delicious. It's mm. great. Mm. Vegan or not vegan? I would say not vegan. Not vegan. Mm. Okay. I think that icing is buttery. Okay, cake okay. number the two. The thing that I miss about when I've had vegan cakes in the past, I miss the butter. Mm. What flavour is that? It smells like what, coffee and walnut. It's like a coffee. Yeah. It's quite nutty, isn't it? Mm. I like it too. Yeah. What do you reckon? Vegan or not vegan? Not vegan. Not vegan. Okay. I'm going to go this one. I so it's go... probably going to be a carrot. What, what flavour is this, Tommy? I... Do you think? I'm just going to carrot. Is it? I don't know. I don't think. I think it's vegan. I think the last one is vegan. Mm. Why do you think that? It's dry. This one's a little bit dry. Mm. But I did buy them at midday today, so that might be because I didn't put them in the fridge or something. Yeah, I think that's a vegan one. What flavour is that? Vegan flavour. Vegan flavour. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, have a try. Get your laughing gear around that. Yeah. So, artists in uh, St Nicholas Market, they do some amazing cakes. I... I very often go there and grab my coffee, oh. and the staff are amazing. They're really friendly, and the the cakes are amazing. They have an um, enormous array of cakes, and they do special occasions and everything. Um, and this is a special occasion. This is definitely a special occasion. It's it's Christmas. So um, so what what do we think, boys? I feel like Mary Berry. Have you had a soggy bottom? <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll speak for yourself. <laughs> I think it's really hard to tell. Mm. I've never nor- <laughs> yeah. I never normally like coffee cake, but that's incredible. Mm. Mm. Other David? <laughs> what do you think? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask really him good. when They're he just amazing. took a huge mouthful of cake. <laughs> so what are we thinking? We're, vegan or not vegan? Not which, vegan. Which ones aren't vegan? None of them. I think the, um, that dark one is vegan. Mm. The, du- wow. the chocolate one is vegan. I don't think it's chocolate. I think it's beetroot. Okay. <laughs> but you can get vegan chocolate. It's just cocoa. Don't contradict me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is chocolate. I can confirm it's chocolate. Um, the crumbs. Oh, are what? To the other but, but it also has beetroot in it. Okay. Mm. I um, think they're all vegan. Well, I can reveal that they are all vegan cake. Right. So, Tommy, what do, you, what do you think about that? You said you've never had a vegan cake that you like, and you definitely liked two of those, didn't you? <laughs> I'm enjoying the, that. I like the beetroot and chocolate, <laughs> chocolate ones. Maybe. Yeah. But the third one was a bit vegan-y, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, a bit, it was dry. It was drier yeah. than the others, so yeah. I think, yeah, that may be... Yeah. A bit texture-wise for a vegan So what do I have to do good. now? Just put myself on a crucifix. <laughs> you need to go and stand in the naughty corner. <laughs> thank you, the Birches, for being Sorry, outside thank you very much. for this for this section. Thank you very much. Give a little. I don't know what we've done with you. I don't know what we've done without you. And so, things around. I'm good at that. Other David, uh, I would like to have you up as our, our next side for the the, the final snack. In this festive edition of Schleck Out of It. Here we go. 
Uh, and this is this is very akin for you because you share the same birthday, share, don't you? <gasps> I do. You do. I do. Yes. I do. Um, Thank you. What What do you think about share? She's got a new scent out. Who? Share. Sure. Yeah. What's it called? The scent. Frozen. Uh, <laughs> 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 Numb. <laughs> no, we love Cher. No, she looks amazing. Um, so, like, like Scorpion or Scorpion, because she just like Ask there could answer. be a nuclear war and Cher would still be surviving. Oh, that's true. That's Cockroach. True. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's called Cher Eau de Couture. Sure, not couture. Not. Like, as in fine clothing? Mm. Uh, yeah, yes. It's, it's made specifically for, for you. Eau de Couture. Is that what it means in French? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Couture is used to be almost specifically made for a, for a yeah. couple. So that's a stocking filler if you haven't bought... Yeah, if you need any last-minute Christmas presents. I haven't bought anything. Go and buy share. Sure. Eau de Couture. Oh, thank you. Yes, okay. Um, it almost makes me sad that I'm not no longer working in department stores selling perfume. I know, I loved your your perfume stories. Mm. Mm. When Jade Goody had her own perfume. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then she came out with a racist slur. Yeah. We had to take it off the shelves. Oh, really? Okay. Of course you did. Yeah, well, (laughs) I would have taken it off the shelf anyway. What was it called? Jade, I think. Jade. Ode, ode to Jade. Okay, so the, the, the final snack of the festive snack out of it uh, is mincing with pies. So um, we have a selection of mince pies. Uh, I have mine and Tommy's here, but if you could... I was hoping that David would mince over to the mince pies. Well, he, uh, but we have ours here, but he's mincing over to the mince pies for the rest of the audience. So, David, if you could mince over to... Oh, I see. The, and if you take that one on the furthest, on the, on the right-hand side, um, which, is, which is this one. I just want to say that my favourite thing about Christmas is the mince pies. Is it? I, yeah. I love I'm a mince pie. I'm on about three a day at the moment. I love a mince pie, and I, I love it with cream and brandy butter and, oh, yeah. and, and all that. And I like it warmed up. Well, I was in I was in Newcastle all of last week, mm. and I was going into the same um, venue, Dance City, and asking for a mince pie, and she said, "You want it slightly warmed?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and then when they didn't ask, "Do I want it slightly warmed?" Mm. I said, "Can I have it slightly warmed?" <laughs> that was my attempt at a Newcastle accent. <laughs> uh, so we, we're going to have try this first one, Tommy. Is it? The, yeah, try that. Have that. What, what do we think about? I mean, I just like any mince pie. Like, oh shit, one, I still like it. Okay, they all might be good, but we might need to choose which one's the best. Okay. I, really I like don't it. think the pastry's very good on that. In the bottom. It looks a bit bland. Yeah. It's got a soggy bottom. Yeah. The mince meat's very, like, it's just the juice. Not mm. There's no, like, actual currency. What I do like about it, though, is that. They're not deceiving you with the amount of mints there is in it. Do you know what I mean? There's no. Sometimes it's frustrating when there's a huge 
Yeah. Bit of pastry. That's chasm. Just chasm. That's <laughs> yeah, an empty deep fill. Empty we don't want an empty deep fill. If it's a discus, then it, you know it's a discus. A discus. Yeah. So, so that's the discus. So, uh, can we have the uh, number number two, which is the the one on the left hand side, not the middle one, David? I'll, if you could go and I'll go get him. Thank you, uh, glamorous assistant David Hendy. He is mincing. No, not them. No, next one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's just well so done. good. You're really in charge. <laughs> Whoa, they look like pork pies. I like the look of this. All right. They, so Matthew thinks oh. they look like pork pies. They're very full. Some good pastry, very good for mm. sort of ratio. Did you Ooh. make these? Thank you. Well, we'll decide. Oh, well, they taste slightly boozy. Oh. Oh. Well, ha- as they should. I think a mince pie should <laughs> taste boozy. <laughs> They taste handmade to me. Oh, they taste amazing, don't they? Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. I didn't think I'm going to sleep tonight after all this sugar and booze. Mm. Nor should you. It's nearly Christmas. Mm. You're waiting up for Santa, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, I am. (laughs) What's he going to fill your sack with this Christmas? I'll get to that later. Okay. (laughs) Mince over, David, and get the, the final mince pie for everyone. So, is that a phyllo pastry? I don't know. It's that what you call it? I guess Ooh, it is a phyllo no, pastry. No, phyllo pastry is like a like flake, very very flaky. Fine. Is it? What's a shoe pastry? That's like a an eclair. Oh right. Mm. No, I don't like this one so much. Mm. Okay. So, but, so, can we have a vote? Mince pies, mincing pies number one. What are we voting for? Who's our vote? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> no. Bit flat. Mm. Or they're not deceptive. Mm. Not deceptive. We like the fact that they're not lying, but they are slightly. But you dis- want a deeper filling. We want a deeper mm. filling. Okay, uh, David, mm. I put it to the side. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like? Did you like number one? I didn't like number one. I preferred number three. Number four was okay. Um, it wasn't four. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because he ate more than one. Oh, okay. And more than three. Okay, so number two. Yeah. Yes? I think it's the. Everyone one. loves the yeah. number two. Okay, this is great. And number three? Number David's two, confused. Three. David, which, which one did you like? Number two. Number two. <laughs> you like a number two, don't you? <laughs> um, okay, so I think unanimously number two is one there. I can reveal that number one was from Sainsbury's. Ooh, bakery yeah. section. Mm, okay. Is in, in the live bakery section. Live. In the live, <laughs> in the live bakery section. Yeah, you can see them baking live. Celebrity <laughs> <laughs> chefs. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which celebrity chefs they had in <laughs> in Sainsbury's. Number two was the favourite, but we'll come on to that in a minute. Number three was from R Toots. So was they were vegan. Yeah, so I think uh, maybe the vegan cake is a yes, the vegan mince pies maybe a no. Oh, I'm sorry, Artus. Your cake is lovely. The cakes are lovely. Um, Are they our sponsors? (laughs) They're our sponsors for the evening. Well, they were, but... um... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so number two, I can reveal... Or our new sponsor, <laughs> Mark Suspensers. My God, what an amazing pie! <laughs> 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 
They're not just any mince pie. They're what M&S I always do is, um, on Christmas Eve. Yes. Which is today? No, it's the eve of Christmas oh, Eve right. today. Yeah. Um, tomorrow mm. is I hang around Marks and Spencers mm. just before it closes, mm-hmm. and then they put all the reduced section on. Oh, you can get beautiful things like a prawn ring. Ring. Yeah, I've heard you'd like a prawn <laughs> ring. Yeah, a lobster claw. <laughs> like, all at reduced prices. I know. It's amazing. Pig in a blanket. Yeah. I love a pig in a blanket. Mm, Christmas party. Or a lot of them. I quite a few pigs in a blanket. I quite um, like them. Aldi do a massive pig in a blanket. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard about him. I'm always in Aldi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but thank you, David Hendy, for being outside for mincing pies. Um, we are going to take another little break there before we do Christmas Queens of Agony. Uh, so we'll be back after God. this. So we're back for uh, Christmas Queens of Agony. Um, and we would like our final side to come up. Um, <coughs> Chuckles, can you come and join us? Hello. Now, um, would you like to introduce yourself to the... Uh, I have to say thank you for all coming this evening. This is half our listenership. <laughs> in the room um, <laughs> but, but uh, would you like to introduce yourself uh, our final side hi I'm Charlie very big fan um, traditionally Charlie has an annual Christmas do called Topping the Fairy yeah um, <laughs> which we all go to and yeah. uh, uh, where we put a fairy on the Christmas tree yeah he's kind of an action man with who's bare chested with a beard and a gas mask. Yeah, so that's that's a top tip for your queermas Christmas. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll, we'll get into uh, our problem. So, dear Tommy and Bernie, mm-hmm. I'm not calling you old queens as I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. As a man in his mid-fifties, it feels like a lot of old haunts have gone mm-hmm. and I find apps so impersonal and not reliable when you want to gauge whether you fancy someone or not. In bars and clubs of old, you knew whether you fancied someone as soon as they walked through the door. So as an older gay guy who doesn't use apps, where can I go to meet guys in the flesh? And that's from Nicholas Claus in Greenland. (laughs) Um, Tommy, what do you think? Um, Well, like he's specifically asking where. I've met my last two boyfriends in... A well-known establishment in Vauxhall called Ducky. Right. So I would say there's a good place because you often get people that are of that age group. Right. And they still like to get down, have a dance, have fun, have a bit of a drink. Yeah. Chat to, you know, this is very convivial. That would be on the list. Yeah, for certain. I think there are still places to go. I think they are getting less and less, though, as uh, less more people use the apps and don't go out as much. But I think you can find places to go and meet people. There's always events uh, nearby. I used to run an event in Bristol called Members, which was for older professional gays, which is still going. Um, and uh, you can go there and chat and meet people. So I'm sure there's somewhere local that. You can meet someone in Greenland. I don't know about Greenland, but <laughs> do you think there'd be an offshoot of members in Greenland? Maybe. Um, what would it be called? 
polar bears. Green members. <laughs> Green members. <laughs> Lots of polar bears. Polar bears, the we naked have a seal. From the audience. Uh, and also, I think the key, what you're saying there, is events supposed to have venues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so, what, so now, nowadays, um, lots of places have events as opposed to standard venues where you can, more traditional mm-hmm. venues where you can mm-hmm. go. Whereas now, specifically in Bristol, the majority of it is actually events as opposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actual. The, rather than the scene yeah. itself. Yeah. Mm. Um, Charlie, can I put it to the side? Yeah, I think it's quite hard because sometimes those events as well, you need to know people who are going to those events. So for you to kind of break into that group, yeah, there's definitely especially for yeah, and if you're a kind of an older gentleman, then you maybe might not know those people who are running those events. And I think sometimes, yeah, the traditional ways of advertising those aren't really done. Like they're just put on Facebook events Mm. and it's word of mouth and you might not hear about it so I can see that it's quite a challenge sometimes yes have you got any tips then have friends like you guys that's how I know that everything's going on (laughs) it's about building up your gay family yeah absolutely yeah so they uh, you know which events to go to but I'm sure there's kind of like listings and you can look on social media if you're tech savvy maybe you're not but I'm sure there's like flyers and posters out in your uh, locale uh, with events that you could go to but yeah don't I wouldn't discredit the apps entirely because you know at a certain time of night I'm sure you can find anyone <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so dear old queens yes. there's a guy that I've been lusting after in a shop that I frequent quite often I really want to ask him out but I'm not sure if he's gay I almost went straight up to him and then... Thank you, gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shh, we haven't told the rest of the population that we can do that just by our will. So that's a superpower. Just by looking at them. Just by looking at them, we can make people gay. Uh, but the rest of the population don't realise that. Anyway, uh, I almost went straight up to him and then chickened out and asked him about an item in the store instead. Have you ever asked out a complete stranger point blank? And if so, how should I go about this? And this is from Bashful, somewhere in an enchanted forest. So what do you think, Tommy? Well, I feel like we need a long letter on this because I want to know what this shop is. Because Uh. if it was a shop where there might be some clues some indicators we would be able to say you know how much is this i'm not going to say kylie minogue record but do you know what i mean oh yeah so if there was something in the shop that was particularly gay yeah he could go up and ask about that item maybe he's already done that because he did say i chickened out and then asked him about an item yeah but because that's what i want to know next really right okay but we don't have that information so try um, and collect those Mm. Yeah, I remember being younger and um, in a in a gym. I think I must have been nineteen or twenty, and there was a man in the sauna that I found quite attractive. And we were hanging out, and you know, I was still quite young and find it quite difficult to gauge these things. Mm. It was Scunthorpe, after all, right? Um, and how <laughs> <laughs> um, is being gay in Scunthorpe? Oh, it's, it's a nightmare. Okay, um, and then and this the way that I would was trying to feel it out at the time was I was kind of talking to him and we were having a nice chat and I started to try and mention 
perceived gay things, kind mm. of so to find that context. So we were talking about how much we love, like how much I love San Francisco and uh, where they had been there before. And right, so you reckon maybe mm. go back in the shop, went mm. to San Francisco, mention, well, or, or just have another ch- ask about another item, maybe a gay item, yeah. the gayest item in there, and then maybe drop a few hints that you're gay. Mm. Or, or that you like gay things mm. and then gauge the response absolutely gauge the, gauge <laughs> the response um, yes the birches um, surely don't you now nowadays just have to go into their like vicinity and just shout Miss Angie, Miss Angie. <laughs> and see if they turn around <laughs> yes or uh, I mean why didn't this guy just go on Grinder? Well, yeah. Just loiter around the shop, mm. go on Grinder. I mean, it doesn't mean. I mean, he might be in a relationship and which isn't open, so he may not be on Grinder. Not every not every gay man is, mm. but that also might be a gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, David. What's <laughs> Banji? I'm glad you asked. That. <laughs> it's a drag race reference. Oh, okay. So um, I didn't know either, David. Yeah. So not all gay men watch Drag Race either. I've watched the last series. Did you? Oh, you the watched the, the UK. Yeah, the UK. Yeah. What did you think of the UK? I liked them. Yeah, I thought they were all lovely. It was very yeah. British. It was yeah. quite different from the American. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. So have we answered <laughs> this question or not? Go, go you and just ask for his number. Dr- I mean. I mean you could just go straight out there and what's the worst that's going to happen? You might not ever see him again. Yeah. If he says no, then what have you got to do? I would just actually I, go full into it. Once I met someone, <laughs> actually a, a few of us know now, but years ago, I um, met, he worked in a coffee shop and I was like, oh, he's really hot. And then um, I got my f- female friend to go and give him my number oh. after we'd left the cafe. Right. And I don't think she, I don't think we put, maybe we did put my name on it. I think we did put my name on it. And then he texted me and said, oh, thanks for your number. Um, remind me who you are again. And I, descri- <laughs> I described who I was and then nothing. <laughs> Just no reply. Um, so that was the end of that story. Yeah. Was that like, about how you described yourself? Yeah, I was like, oh, I was wearing this or whatever. And then oh, he okay. just never replied. Right, okay. So, but, so maybe have like a good friend that can pass your number around. Yeah. And put maybe put it on the <laughs> toilet wall. Maybe do. Uh, um, or or just go up to him and ask him. Mm. I mean, he can only be flattered, right? Because he's. Yeah. You could just say, "I, I think you're really attractive." Yeah, I think you're gorgeous. And then he'll either uh, say thank you, uh, but I'm not gay, or what's Punch your number? You in the face. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, think- there's that. I want to say how old this person is, but I don't, also don't want to say that at the same time. They haven't said how old they are, but I'm assuming they're not too old. But for I the younger generation, I think at the moment, specifically, it's, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's easier, but it's, it's more of an acceptable question to kind of ask. But right. you're still, the reason why you don't is because you're afraid of the, the reaction is going to be a, like a horribly negative reaction. Not to reject yeah. you, but as in a... Like homophobic yeah, yeah. yeah but he yeah. can't do that in a workspace surely and also I mean I mean he's living if, in an enchanted wood <laughs> <laughs> well 
Then can I just say that I write all the names and the places to protect the innocent? Yeah. So it's for anonymity. I've I've just done that as a Christmas theme. Yeah. So he's not actually living in an enchanted wood. Oh right. I Um, I thought that might be quite an accepting environment. Enchanted wood probably is. I've got even on the outskirts of it. (laughs) But yes, David, you do. Uh, anyway, moving on to our third uh, uh, Queen's Christmas Queen's of Agony. Mm. Um, dear old Queen's, yes. I recently started dating a guy. He's everything I could ever want in a man. Handsome, sexy and rich. We get on so well and connect on so many levels. I really need to get his Christmas present right. Yes. Oh. I've done some research on this. What do I get Santa to bring him this Christmas morning in order to seal the deal and keep my man? And that's from not only Rudolph's nose was red in Albuquerque. So, so Tommy, do you want to take the lead on this? Well, so my favourite thing, apart from the mince pies, is magazines at Christmas when they do, like, these features where they say, what to buy your mother or what to buy someone that's into cats or to buy the man that has everything yeah I love looking at them and so I've got Grazia with me oh right that's why you were reading Christmas Grazia I thought you were just ignoring us at the start (laughs) (laughs) and I flicked through it because I have got the man who's sick of socks oh and I quite like a pair of socks at Christmas yeah I don't really like any of these items really I don't want any of them I don't think I mean those furry slippers look cosy but I don't want to receive them for Christmas no there's a scarf and um, but you know the articles that for the woman who has already has everything Mm. um but I found David you might be into this I want one of these and I think (gasps) that he wants one as well oh Oh. they are can you read that because it's is it the Phantom of the Opera mask it is a bit like that, but okay. it's actually rejuvenates your yeah. face at the same time. Oh, so yeah, like the gold mask and stuff like that. So this impressive face tech has five light settings to tackle fine lines, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, and it's very clever apparently. So it's like um, like a plastic face mask, but obviously it's gold. Um, it's got like some leather straps at the back, so I'm assuming it like pumps light into your face. And it, you do. As, as far as I'm aware, you don't have to put any products into it. No, no, it's it. just the light. It's, it's just light. the light yeah. source. Yeah. You're supposed to build up over a series of time. So, like, I think in the first week, you just do 10 minutes a day. Is By it, the end, you're just doing it every day. Is it a but you're just wearing the whole mask the, the whole of your life. <laughs> <laughs> what is that telling this guy, though? What message is that sending to him on Christmas morning? Isn't that saying you're a bit ugly, so put this mask on? Oh, I wouldn't have read it like that, but yeah. No, I wouldn't have either. And it's only £385. Uh, £385. I I have a a science problem with this. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, like, that light will do nothing to your face. Apart from maybe give it a slight tan. Okay. If it's the right kind of bulb. But everyone looks better mm. with it. I mean, I love them. I love the shape of the mask. I love the gold mask. Greek tragedy (laughs) theme. I think you just spent spend a bit less money and buy a go to a, a shop and buy gold mask rather than yeah. the tech but you can actually buy them from art 
places, can't you? Like plain ones, you could spray mm. it gold, right? And, and just, and just, you know, wear it then. It's builders for the person who, whose best mate is Alexa. Oh, and oh. I'm quite friendly yeah. with mine. Yeah. I've oh. actually just answered the question with what I want. Okay. <laughs> Are you who this guy's talking about? I don't think we've met. No, have you been to Albuquerque? No. But I thought you said the address was fictional. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it says he's handsome, sexy and rich. I'm only two of those things. I, well, I'm going to put it to the side. Charlie, what, how would you, what would you buy of the man who has everything for Christmas to seal the deal? I, it wouldn't matter what I would buy him. Yeah, there's no such thing as a, a man who's, who has everything or is perfect. So if you're constantly trying to make him happy with a gift, with a present that you've bought him, then it's not going to be, it's never going to be enough. If he's uh, perfect, then it'll be you're, fine. You're, you're, you are right, of course. Yeah, I think you should, I think you, you're worrying about this too much. If he likes you, <laughs> he doesn't. Just get him some fucking lip balm. Uh, right. Some lip yeah. balm, some beard oil, if he's got a beard, that's always quite nice. <laughs> well, that's in, the, that's in the, what to buy a man. Yeah, section. or an 11 way. <laughs> That was your birthday present which you never got. Uh, exactly. So, you know, uh, a blowjob never offends. Um, <laughs> but presumably that's happening on a Christmas morning anyway with the guy that you love uh, and fancy. Oh, I thought it was just a birthday, an 11-way. Uh, or a blowjob. Uh, the blowjob. Blow yeah, sorry. No, uh, but also but I'd expect the 11-way to happen on Christmas morning as well. <laughs> <laughs> or, with the with the or a hangover from the night before. Or with the, with the without... That I, I can't remember eight reindeer, oh, yeah. But no, then you've got Santa and, and the elf and his wife, and you've got Rudolph as well. Who, yeah, was he one of the eight? He was one of the eight. Number nine. He was number nine. He was the ninth. Right. Uh, so um, a few years ago, I was in a, uh, a couple of Christmas shows. No, I I was in um, the the reindeer monologues, <laughs> which was kind of like the vagina monologues, but with. Santa's reindeer. Which reindeer were you? I was Cupid, the gay reindeer. Oh. But it was quite fun. But, but yeah, Santa wasn't a particularly nice person in this play. Um, but no, we didn't have an 11 way. But there were other sexual acts that were going on with I imagine Santa. he has a kind of BDSM role with the reindeer. Kind of Santa, yeah. You know, I imagine Santa has a enslaved. BDSM role with everyone. That's what I like to imagine, anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of everyone's daddy, though, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. He's the ultimate daddy. Yeah. Uh, it is terrible when you start fancying your friend's fathers. Oh, oh, I fancied my ex-dad so much, it was really embarrassing. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Actually, all of his brothers as well. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Yeah. Here we go. Christmas confessional. <laughs> um, before... That could be an- another problem, really. We need to hear from people that fancy the, the dad mm. of the boyfriend. Yeah. Or family members. Yeah, because I'd like to get my teeth into that problem. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Which, and, which and your that? tongue and your finger... And, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> are there any other questions from the audience that you'd like to include in I The Queens like of Agony? I feel like problem. No, I was trying to think of one, but I can't think of, I can't think of anything. Uh, so we'll put that to bed. Um, but with that, we've, we've come to the end of our, um, our Christmas special, a Queermas Quandary. 
Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you for our lovely audience for being here. Yes. And I don't know what we're going to do without you. I, do, I, do, I, do, I, I can think of a few things. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we hope you all have a very big queer Christmas. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, audience. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Queermas! Happy Queermas! Happy Queermas. <laughs> oh, you have been listening to What That Old Queen? <laughs> Presented by Tom Marshman and Bernie Hodges. The show was produced by Bernie Hodges in December 2019 for Hodge Podcasting. If you want to contact the old queens, please email on hello at thatoldqueen.com or find them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And Merry Christmas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.